Um, the Asian Avengers. So weak. The, the, the Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got wow. Together. <laughs> Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast. What's up? What up? Podcast where two Asian guys talk about American issues nobody gives a fuck about. Yup, yup, yup. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is our ninth episode. We're getting up there, man. I know. That's cr- I don't think I've ever done anything for nine weeks. This is pretty nice. No, I usually quit way before that. Yeah. Yeah, I, usually, I don't stick a lot with of, anything. A lot of podcasts have seasons. You know about yeah, that? Yeah, like, you take a like, break. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll do that sometime, but uh, this is... <laughs> and that was the end of their podcast. It's so I they think it's cocky continued. to have podcast seasons. I think it makes sense. You know, you got to you gotta recharge. Maybe you go on tour or something. You got to like... <laughs> we have none of those things. We have none <laughs> of those things. We have 50 followers and... Uh, Dude, our followers are going up, man. How do you know? Our listens are going up. Well, you know, I mean, SoundCloud followers go up like... We get like a couple followers a week, That's I think. Um, Shouts to SoundCloud. Which is, which is hey. not that much, but... Uh, Everybody listening in when they should be working. Mm. Yeah. Um, that is it. That is interesting. I wonder where people are listening to us. Is this like a train kind of podcast? Hmm. I think this is a little bit of a... This is like a sexy podcast before you make love to your woman. <laughs> I hope that's what's do happening. Do you think people want to make love after they hear my laugh? Is my laugh sexy? <laughs> your your laugh keeps them from coming. <laughs> <laughs> the guys, yeah, yeah, so they can like, last oh, longer. God, oh. <laughs> oh god, I didn't even come. Oh. Oh, we don't even need a condom. That's great. They actually play this podcast on a lot of porn sets, yes. so that yeah, uh, so like right as you're about to come, exactly. So so Johnny and, Rockhard doesn't have to, <laughs> and and then cue Fumi's laugh. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, I can go for another that's, five minutes. Did you know that's a real thing? Uh, like in porn, like you get in trouble. A lot of sex businesses, you get yeah, in trouble dude. if you come or cannot stay hard. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be professional. Just you know, like anything else. Um, stay hydrated. I, you know, like obviously, when you're younger, you we watch Stay Hydrated. I don't know. <laughs> this is a commercial for Evian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're younger or in high school, you know, you're like everybody's like, oh man, I wish I could be a porn star. You just fuck all oh. day, bro. No. But like I have a friend, uh, Lola Jean. Shouts to Lola Jean. That's her stage name. She what? is a sex educator oh, okay. slash professional. She's oh, not, yes. Okay, she's not she's a porn not star. Like, she's not a porn star. She's not like an escort, but she does like wrestling stuff. She does like... Um, like S&M stuff, right? S&M stuff for money in mm. New York. And she's really cool. And uh, well, she also she's also a, wait, uh, a waitress at this comedy club. That's why I know her. Uh, you know, um, everybody, everybody's got a, <laughs> got a side gig. You know what? That's that's New York for you. You could be you could be a sex worker, but you still got a day job. You still got a day, still you still got got a day job. You still got a day job. You still got a day job. Yeah, it's anything fucking, you gotta do. It's I mean, crazy. That's, that's what makes her down to earth, you know? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, she was telling me that she um, taught a deep throat class. Mm. I repeat, a deep throat mm. class. Mm. And uh, it was an old lady, and she had to hire a dick model. She and taught a, a class to one person? It's a one, it's a, it's a one person deep throat class. Uh, I yeah. see. Like it was a private lesson. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a like that's piano, where the real piano money lessons. Is. Yeah, that's, you know, the classes, that's just to get your fan base. Exactly. But then the private that, lessons, that's where, you know. It's the tutoring. That's really up where. Up the rate, you know. Okay. So then, so she had a dick model. <laughs> she had to hire a dick model and she was telling me about like her process. And like she really has, she takes, she takes applicants, she asks around, but she, you know, with no humor in the process, she has to ask like, what are you packing? And like, how long can you last? Whoa! For, like, you can't come. And so like, she got upset oh. at him because she he couldn't stay hard the whole time. And, so and she was like, no, I, "I'm getting paid to teach this woman how to deep throat. You're literally just a tool." She, 
Oh, so they blow him? They blow him. He's the dick model because she Whoa. was teaching another lady how to give head. Why can't they do it to a dildo? Because you want to do it to a real dick, you know, the real oh, thing. That's actually kind of nice. But uh, yeah, she was like telling me about how she taught this woman how to deep throat. And like, she's like, I found a new uh, trick for it. And she was like, explain it to me. But I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to need this information <laughs> then, anytime uh, soon. But then t- table four ordered chicken wings and then you can't <laughs> go. So, shouts, Lola. <laughs> shouts to Lola Jean. All right, now we are at story of the week. Story of the week with the A and A boys. This week we got a story from our one and only co-host Mike Nguyen. Why Take you, it away. Why are you doing it like that? Why are you doing? Why are you announcing it like that? You know, sometimes you got to change it up. You know, you sound like a weird like UFC announcer, <laughs> like an amateur one, like a really bad one. <laughs> Day one on the job. Day one where the two <laughs> fighters are definitely going to get paralyzed. <laughs> Because it's so unsanctioned. Uh, yeah, I had a good story. I mean, I was on my way to a comedy show. Yeah, I do comedy. Oh, yeah. Out. Getting booked. You're getting booked. I'm Every, getting you booked hear that, everybody? very slowly. Slowly. <laughs> I'm at I'm at well, where you were like two years ago. Well, here's the thing. To the listeners, you're getting booked every week, bro. That's true. I get so many shows. Yeah. So I was doing a show at QED. And, uh, What's QED? What's QED? QED is a, it's like a comedy club cafe type of thing in, in Astoria. Very, mm-hmm. very hip. Very kind of underground. Definitely check it out. It's, uh, you know, very very cool spot and i was on the subway and it's around like 9 30 10 and i sit next to these two young asian girls mm-hmm. women i don't know they were like in their probably like mid-20s i don't know like or so and they um were talking about dating what what did they tell me what they look like were they okay cute? So, were they fashionable were they fobby okay so that's kind of the crux of the thing they were as i would describe it Basic Asians. Basic Asians. Yes. Now, do you, you don't hear that term a lot. Mm, but I think it is a thing. Basic Asians. Just like there are basic white girls who wear Uggs and um, like a Han Solo outfit in the winter and go <laughs> apple picking. There is a basic Asian, which is very similar. Love apple picking. Mm-hmm. Uh, also love dating white guys. And Ah, you mean, okay, okay. You know, but they're usually professionals, right? They're kind of like, usually like they're like dentists or... Um, you Interesting know, accountants. I, I don't know why, but for some reason, when I picture an Asian girl who like loves white guys, I don't picture them living in Queens. <laughs> I don't mm, picture mm. them on I the would, seventh train. I would agree. I would agree with you, except it's Astoria. Ah, uh, okay, Astoria okay. kind of has. This I was gonna say, like, if you're looking for some Asian girls into Asian dick, get on that seventh. Get train. on that seventh train. That's, go all the way, the all fuck the way out to the end, all the way out, almost to City Field, and then <laughs> you will get some real horny Chinese authentic, yeah. authentic. Uh, Chinese, That's super Chinese authentic. Yeah, they're really Asian guys there. But on the, in Astoria, it's a little bit more mixed, and so and there's like professionals and such. So you know, they they were kind of like kind of fashionable. You know, they had on. Did uh, they have accents? No, they were American. They were yeah. like straight up American, <clears throat> and. You know, they, they at one point, so they were talking about their third friend who was not there and how this... Classic girl move right there. Super, super Classic shit. Not in a bad way, they, they, but they were saying like, oh, well, you know, Wendy really needs to get herself out there. She's really pretty. She just doesn't like to go out and date guys. You know, you just got to go and get, get on these dating apps. You got to go through 25 bad dates in order to meet a guy. And that's what you did, right? And like one of them, I guess, had, <laughs> you know, they were like, remember that, you know, ba- that, that really hot bartender you did, you know, you, you gave your number to? You know, you totally could have hooked up with him. And the girl was like, yeah, I remember. He was, he was really cute and stuff like that. But now, see, now you're dating David. And he's a doctor. So that move, you moved up. <laughs> and I was like, there it is. Yo. There it is. That's so basic. So it, it, that's another basic thing. They date professional 
dudes <laughs> yeah you know they're you know so let's, let's break down like what a basic girl is uh basic asian girl like like a basic asian girl is i like, know we're, so, gonna, we're gonna get some angry emails about this but well, good let, but let's try to do it from a uh scientific. educational scientific mm, okay you know as we so do. i would say they on the west coast it's a little different because you know on the west coast i said they went to a uc mm-hmm. right they um i actually really like asian girls from the west coast because they're so chill or whatever they're really chill and like they don't really shit on asian guys i feel like Hmm, interesting like the ones that really shit on asian guys are the ones from like upen you know Damn. they like grew up around here oh wow i right. think so east, east coast asian girls are they're harsh man you know why it's because they went horseback riding they, they go once and they're right like, they go once and they're what? like oh my God, wait what this is what white people do i don't want any more asian shit i want fucking i want to go to horseback riding from now on this is that what i could do dude that's the thing is like if you go horseback riding or like scuba diving or like if you step foot on a yacht once and you, <laughs> then and you, you realize you're the, no longer Asian, you, you go, exactly. Oh, wait a minute. Like, I don't Asia, have to be Asian. Asia is a concept really. Yeah, you it know? really is. Yeah. You just, you just step on that yacht. Um, but yeah, they, let's see a basic one in West coast is like went to UC and, and in a lot of ways I'm really describing my own family because my family's <laughs> like this. So, you know, we can't, we, um, you know, they, they, um, I mean, I'll, I'll even describe a basic Asian dude, right? He is, uh, kind of like a upwardly mo- like what you could think of as a as a classically upwardly mobile person so like a professional right mm-hmm. he's a he works as a he works at kpmg yeah 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 right a little he, broy, right a little bro a little bro like not, not like not too not yeah. too like not like definitely not like a thug or anything like that but drives like a pretty nice car like yeah. a like a like an infinity Ooh, but yeah. used but you know but not like a really <laughs> really nice car but like pretty nice um you know, maybe um, he. They, you know what they love doing? They love. They love going to Machu Picchu. <laughs> they love. Dude, that's everybody on Tinder. They love, they love Machu Picchu. Traveling like that, you know, they love like that. They love going to Paris and then having a really cute um, dessert. You know, mm. these these are these. You still talking about men? I think both both basic Asian men and women. They they're the ones who make make um, what is it that cronut thing a thing. Asians. Yes, basic Asians made cronuts a thing. I didn't because, know that. Because they, they're all about like going and getting that really nice pastry and then Instagramming it, then putting it on Yelp and stuff like that. Oh, you know? interesting. But, so they're kind of like into experiences. Yeah. But they're not too, you know, they're not going to go too off the beaten path. They may not be, they may or may not, be, I don't think they're going to be doing they the like, hostile thing. They're not really going to be doing right, the right, backpacking right, right. They thing. like um, accessible uh, memories or yeah. like good times, you know. I mean, you know, everybody wants to be one of these basic ass bitches, you know. You just, you yeah. know, like a nice middle class <laughs> lifestyle. And I, you know, I, I want that. I want to talk about this. Like, what do you? Because I feel like we talk about a lot about being like Asian men on here. Um, what are your thoughts on like Asian women? <laughs> just in general. Just I mean, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan too. I'm a fan, and I want them to know it. You know, I feel like mm. oftentimes they are not told. That they're cool and beautiful. Cause I feel like I feel mm. like an Asian guy is not really going out to places telling Asian girls that they're beautiful, you know? Mm, but, oh, but I mean, maybe they are, but in like a horrible, cheesy pickup line. Maybe with an accent. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. No. Do it, do it, oh. do it. <laughs> hmm, Wendy. You like opium? <laughs> no, no. Died a little bit inside oh, just now, but that God. was funny. Uh, it's great. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, so I, I was, I was, I was talking to these. 
I wasn't I wasn't talking. I was just just eavesdropping on these two basic uh, Asian girls, and they were talking about dating, or they're talking about apps, and then yeah. they were talking, you know, about all these things, and and it just made me again very glad that I wasn't in the game, the dating game, dating game, because I am not. Uh, even though I, I think aspire to be a basic Asian person, mm-hmm. I do not read as a basic Asian person. Mm. You know, I got funny pants. I got a weird shirt on right now. Yeah. I got, you know, like uh, th- those those girls wouldn't give me the time of day. You don't think so? Hell no. Why, why, why? Because you look like you're unemployed? I look like I'm unemployed. I, um, I don't have like a good job. <laughs> free, anything that starts with free. I'm a freelancer, right? <laughs> exactly. I, I'm not trying to be a freelancer. I'm trying to be a paid lancer. Yeah. You know, that's like the, that's the Instagram. Do you think that like, because hashtag. a lot of like, uh, Asian parents instill in their sons or daughters, this value of money and a good job and stuff like the whole, if you're a freelancer as an Asian, uh, that's a huge turnoff or like a big no, no, especially for these girls, right? Like you think, you think they would. Look I mean, down you know, you? yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be, it's, I think it's a hard thing to accept if you're trying to aspire to a certain kind of lifestyle that you don't have a regular source of income, mm. right? Because like everything around being middle class is like, you know, you're going to make X amount of money per month for the next, you know, whatever, two years, three years before you get a promotion or whatever, and that you're going to have the steady thing so that you could start investing. So you can start buying a house. You can start doing all these things. Yeah. But if you're like me and there's some months where you are watching a lot of um, let's plays on YouTube and you're not making any kind of money <laughs> and there's some months where you're doing okay, that's going to be a lot harder. You know, you can't, tri- you can't plan your trip to Machu Picchu that way, dog. That's true. Like, I guess it just all comes down to like, can you take me to Machu Picchu? Can you hook me up with some Uggs and take me to Machu Picchu? Yeah. And you can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that, dude. So yeah, that's that. That it's. I, I think they might find me uh, a an interesting person to talk to very briefly. Yeah. Before then, moving on to David. David from med school. <laughs> that's shouts to David. Really, David. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh... So now we've got race news, DOS race news. DOS race news. DOS race news. Uh, and I think, Fumi, you'll be interested in this because we were just talking about uh, beautiful Asian women. Beautiful Asian women. <laughs> Gotta give another shout uh, out. They're so uh, cool. This pot broadcast, po- podcast brought to you by browsers.com. Uh, <laughs> beautiful Asian women. Uh, Esther Koo. Esther Koo. So she's under fire. She is. She's <clears throat> got some hot water, man. And if, for people who don't know, 
Who is Esther Koo? Esther Koo is a Korean American comedian. I think she's yep. from the West Coast. Yep. And she is. She's been doing it for a long time. She's not some new cat. She's no, been doing she's it for a while. Been, she's been in it for a, a, a long time. And she's been getting in trouble for this kind of stuff a lot. So it's really not. I don't know yeah, why. This it really is almost po- her thing. It kind of just popped up. So I wasn't really phased by it. So when I have kids, they're going to be really weird looking because they're going to be half Asian and half regular. <laughs> And people are always like, you don't like Asian guys? I'm like, no, I like regular people. Because <laughs> regular people have regular sized sausages. <laughs> it's okay. There's an Asian guy over there like, hey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Basically, her whole shtick is that uh, she <laughs> hates Asian men, like a lot. <laughs> Who doesn't? And uh, she really digs in, and uh, especially on Reddit, I saw uh, shouts Asian masculinity and Asian American Reddit. Uh, people are getting upset, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this, this is another self-hating, self-hating Asian woman." Damn, you know, blah blah blah. Like, it, it's sad. I think, and it's confusing too, you know, because it's like you had Asian parents and I had Asian parents, and it's like, why? But I think that's what it is, right? Esther has a thing with her parents. Yeah. So Esther's whole thing is like she, her whole brand of comedy, like she says it in every interview, is that her dad used to beat her mom. Right. Uh, like they were, they were in like an abusive relationship, and sure. therefore she hates Asian men. That's the reason. And she brings it into other people's shit. Right. Uh, like the United Airlines thing. <laughs> right. The, the, the David Dow guy. David got Dow guy. Up. He got beat up by the security guards. And she was like, as someone who hates Asian men, I'm glad this happened. I masturbated to it. Like, uh, it, it is kind of a funny situation. As somebody who's been beaten by Asian men, I played that video over and over again and drugged off a million times. So pardon my French. S'il vous plaît. United Airlines. But it's not a related thing. I mean, it's if it, the way you just said it just now. I mean, the, the sentiment of it is so ridiculous that it is actually kind of funny. You know? It's, no, it is. Yeah, I it's laughed. Like one I time, it. it was like one time I had a bad pie. Therefore, I'm now vegan. You know? Right, 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 like, right, right. It's like what? It's like the you most know? extreme reaction you can take. Now, I actually agree <clears throat> with her in this case because I don't like that David Dow guy. <laughs> that Airlines guy. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about this before. As a fellow Vietnamese person, yeah, I saw that happening and I was like oh my god I probably know this dude we probably go to the same church and this guy just not made representing Vietnam very well and just probably being a total prick about it I mean you know don't get me wrong he, they shouldn't have laid hands on him but at the same time I was uh, like a little bit yeah get that that fucking when I told like when I brought it up to my parents my dad was like well you're supposed to get off when they ask you to <laughs> they are you are like, yeah, Asian well, people aren't even standing yeah, up exactly you know so it's a, it's a I mean like I, I kind of uh, secretly I you think know, I secretly also want to beat up one of my uncles so. you know why he didn't get the Asian love and support it's because he didn't follow the rules and mm. Asians are all about rules mm. so also you know what it is he said he was a doctor not a doctor he's not a doctor he he's, lied he's a pharmacist He's a pharmacist. He, he, might as, he might as well just be a comedian. Yeah, that's the point. same thing, yeah. honestly. I mean, there's doctor. <laughs> it's a farce. Right, exactly. It's just, uh, there, and, and you got to be a medical doctor, okay? Right. If you're a, God help you if you're like an ophthalmologist, you know? <laughs> that doesn't fucking count, you know? <laughs> Fuck you. You know, I, my, one of my best friends is, a, is an uh, eye doctor, and like, I didn't see a lot of Asians at his school. Oh, really? Yeah. See, there you go. Wait, does, is he an optometrist? Or is he an ophthalmologist? Mm, Either way, not a doctor. It doesn't count. Doesn't matter. You know what, my friend? My friend is an optometrist. And uh, when she graduated, her mom was like, hey, now this will help you get into real med school. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> That's the if funniest Bar- roast. If Barack Obama was Asian after he finished being president, 
his mom would be like, yo, now you can apply to med school, dog. Oh, my God. For real. That is what, that's what it is. Asian moms. Anyways. We need an Asian mom uh, horn. What would that sound like? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. A lot of slapping. A lot of slapping. A lot of, uh, a lot of being hit over the head. You know, like. For me, it was like uh, every time I had to get in trouble because my dad was away all the time, my mom, my mom would just call my dad on the phone oh, during shit. work. Oh. And then she would hand me the phone. And be like, your dad's on the line. Did he yell at you like anime he style? He would, but, like, oh. but uh, I would just hang up. I was a really bad kid. I'd be like, I, so she would call him repeatedly and give me the phone and I would just hang up. <laughs> I'd be like, beep. That's and actually like, really funny and uh, kind of adorable in a way. Yeah, she would uh, get so pissed. But that, that's that's the sound that reminds me of my mom's wrath is the <laughs> ring. <laughs> that's uh, why my ringtone is like uh, some Bahama music, you know? Yeah, so you Jamaican don't, you don't have a, the, the PTSD the right away. Yeah. So speaking of which, that's uh, Esther Koo and she... Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting that we're comics trying to analyze this because I, I think every Asian's first reaction is fuck this girl right she's hurting our culture she's setting us back yep this hurts my feelings fuck this girl like it's it's right. a 100 anger but as comics like sure there's part of me that feels that way mm-hmm. but i don't know at this point my life is so fucked up i'm like 70 percent comedian 30 percent real person yeah I, f- I, f- I mean that's the thing as a stand-up comic is whenever you meet another stand-up comic you have a- at least a little bit of respect for their game because yeah. it's so hard to stay in this business and that's coming from me and I'm like I have like one percent of myself like one my little toe in my this business and it already makes me want to quit uh, every day and so anyone who's been in the game for that long and has made some kind of name for themselves I'm like all right cool at the same time these jokes suck dick yeah. you know like they're just not good jokes they're just like easy easy outs yeah you know I, I guess I was more upset about the joke like rappers like her because she's touring so many places She's she's branding herself as an Asian comedian, right. and like I think part of that maybe hurts us in a way that like I think she's so. still letting these jokes live, exist, right. and enjoyable. Right, and that hurts me because I'm trying to do something a little bit different. Where like right. let's not talk about the small dick thing. Like or maybe if you are, I'm gonna approach it from a different way. Oh yeah, come. The punchline is not that I have a small dick. The punchline right. is my life behind the small dick. <laughs> <laughs> My life behind the small dick. That's, that's my first story. novel. <laughs> Coming out, 2018. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think, I think every Asian comic is trying to do something new, and I think every, I think every comic just needs to try to do something new. And um, you know, you think about. There's tons of black comics. There's tons of different variety there. They check themselves. Of course. You know, they talk they, about it all the time. They when talk, when yeah. they see somebody still doing a joke about how they can't catch a cab, I see a lot of my, my close black comic friends are like, ugh. Yeah, come you on. Know? You know, it's the like, same shit. It's the same shit. Yeah. And we try to do the same thing with each other if we think a joke is hacky because it's it's really tempting to just go for that instead. And I used to do that a lot more when I wasn't getting laughs and I would just, you know, say some stupid Asian-y thing. And it, I mean, some, but you know, some of my best jokes came from first starting off something really hacky and yeah. going from there. But it seems like Esther just did that thing, got a reaction, kind of got some traction, and then just kind of kept going with it. Now, then again, she's more successful than I'll ever be in stand up. So, <laughs> dude, that's the most mysterious thing about stand up is like we can sit here, two fucking amateur comedians, analyze her joke, and explain to somebody how bad it is. But at the end of the day, like she makes a living doing this. So it's Mm -hmm. like, well, maybe everything I just said does not matter and or I'm wrong, you know? And yeah, that's the thing. We we could be wrong. We could just, 
we should just be out there with our rickshaws and you know do be doing like straw hat jokes you yeah know? like that's what <laughs> we should need to be bring doing. A, like a rice paddy hat i would probably get booked so fucking hard you would because you would if become, i got a rice you would become the rice, rice paddy, paddy hat, hat i would comedian. be the rice paddy and that's hat you know what i think that's the thing people are failing to see is like yeah sure like she's telling these jokes but like civilians aren't there's a part of me that thinks she's doing this on purpose kind of like what you mentioned earlier because it's a brand yeah she's the she's the asian she's the really cute asian comedian who shits on um asian men and, asian men, and yeah. laughs at it like a really mean yeah bully, yeah, 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 you know? yeah and no one's gonna do anything about it because she looks like a fucking beautiful korean pop star right you know? and no one's gonna punch her fa- in the face you know <laughs> maybe her dad oh because <laughs> she was abused damn um, that's funny but uh, you know, I mean, that's 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 really the part that I think people are failing to see is like if she is doing it on purpose. That I don't know. I, I I guess that's where I sort of sympathize as a comic. It's like, yo, it's hard out there for Asian it comedians, and it's like maybe this is the shit that it takes for you to get any TV attention. If that's the case, am I gonna hate her for doing it? I'm not on TV. I don't know. Maybe it's right. okay. Right. Don't blame. Don't hate the. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Exactly. You know. This so is really, what you need to do. maybe they should be mad at Lorne Michaels or whoever is in charge of comedy you know who's in charge of comedy who's here? A, who's <laughs> in charge Sir, of comedy i gotta tag this guy on twitter who's, who's the comedy is, president is uh, so hacky i just hate it damn i think the equivalent would be ken jong sometimes gets shit like that because he kind of does a lot of stuff where he's like runs around naked yeah and, and he's like Whoa! yeah 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 he's a heck like, yeah. he has like a weird like his accent in um in all of the uh, hangover movies like yeah. i don't know what accent that is no he made it up it's like it's like five different ones mixed together along with Elvis. But that's but that's the that's how far dude think think I mean he's a smart guy. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Put yourself in that position yeah. where you're like, "Oh my god, my chance to be in a Hollywood movie." And he's talking normal and they're like, "That's not a cuz he probably has a little bit of no, he actually has no accent. I think he's fully no, he's, a, he's a straight up American born, dude. Right? He's a fucking doctor. And so he maybe did a couple, you know, yeah. parent impressions and they're like, "That's not Asian enough." Like mm. a white guy said that to him. Yeah, it's not yeah, Asian yeah, enough. Yeah. And he so he studied five Asian languages. Right. And he mixed it all to make this <laughs> ridiculous accent that he calls the hangover accent kind of that's how he got famous kind of like how the tai chi master studies five different animal kung fu (laughs) tiger style tiger style mentis style style. (laughs) and mixes them all up and then becomes ah hi honey you know like that that is you know what you never know maybe he's a fucking genius you know so and i think that's what i want the listeners to think about but yes listeners it's hard out there for I'm not defend- Jung, we're not defending them. It's hard to get on fucking TV as an Asian person if you're not being blown up as a Vietnamese peasant, if you're not a Japanese geisha, if you're not a fucking... I don't know what the fuck it is. That's This is the shit you need to do in order to like get... Yeah. No one ever fucking writes up any of us. We're never... Nobody's going to write about us. Everybody's going to write up about Esther Koo, man. Right. I mean, that's the thing is because we're like two Asian guys trying to change the game. That's stupid. <laughs> but like, stupid. Who Why wants to fu- no, Don't change the game. Don't change the game. God, I'm getting the my rice are- hat. <laughs> I'm getting my rice hat right now. All right. This is a segment called I'm Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. This is where the two Asian boys, we apologize to our mothers for being bad sons. So bad. We're pretty bad. We really are. How are we doing? Have you, when was the last time you talked to your mom? Well, fortunately, I got to see her in San Francisco. That's right. And how did she take you? Mm, she's very disappointed in me. Still. Always. Um, <laughs> I got some new tattoos. She doesn't approve of oh that. Oh, my God. She really doesn't like Dude, that. Dude, you never talked about that. 
my my getting tattooed. How how does she take the whole tattoo situation? My mom freak out. I mean, it's one of those things where my mom she just loves me too much. She's not gonna cut me out of her life. Well, obviously, she's not gonna, <laughs> but that's but that's extreme. But like when you came home with this, like, well, I mean, the first tattoo I ever got was I only you know I got them slow, right? So I, the first one I got, I remember like the first one and the second one she didn't mind. The first one I got was because it, I have my surname on me, Nguyen. Oh, oh which, here. Yeah, it's on my cool. forearm. So she was like, well, still Asian. She was like, she's like, okay, fine, you know. And then the second one I got was a rose, which which was well done. And I think she actually liked it. Yeah. But the what was the third one I got? I can't remember what the third one I even cap was. But like whatever the third one was, I remember at one point she sits in and she goes, if you get another one, don't bother coming home. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> and of oh course I did. Oh, my God. And, uh, because I live with my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, but uh, I, I'm getting another one on Saturday and I live with you. No, so, yeah. So, then I started getting some more and then at, at a certain point, now I have too many. Don't she's bother just, coming home. Yeah, she always she always gives me that threat. But, uh, yeah. Amazing. So, sorry, mom. I got more tattoos. Damn, dude. But at this point, it's sort of like, well, what can she do? And, you know, I mean, you know, I don't I don't have any, any on my face or you something. You know, this is so interesting because I think, and this is why it's wrong to just group all Asians as one because like I really think like like Japanese people like I had such a different experience because I came I had, I got my ears pierced in high school oh, you did me I too know, I don't know if you can yeah you had your ears pierced I still have them pierced yo let's get some earrings I, I miss it kind of you do, you're, are your holes closed um I think so but you can still see the scar yeah I can see it yeah because you can still see the scar let me get closer you know who did it my fucking my, my one of my closest friends mom did it after marching band practice she was like a whoa she, she had like these um Ster- sterile needles whoa was she like a cool mom she was a cool mom was she yeah. hot? no she oh. was large but you know very <laughs> nice hot. italian you know nice. i don't know if those are those two things are related but uh probably gonna get sued at this point so so, so you got <laughs> so you got earrings and your mom yes, got and, I, and i didn't tell them and i yep. just came home and then my dad saw it and he was like oh <laughs> That was an incredibly Japanese mo- movie just did. Yo, do it again. Do it again. He was, we were eating dinner and uh, he was eating his rice and he, he looked up and, it, and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm hanging out with and, Mr. Abe right now. And I remember, th- I laughed. I was like, that's hilarious. And then uh, he was like, you got your ears pierced? I was like, yeah. And he was like. How, how old were you? Uh, 16, 17. Oh, pretty young still. Yeah. He was like, hmm. He didn't, say anything. he didn't say anything no man like i mean it was it's not a tattoo and like i don't know i just feel like maybe it was my parents or maybe it's just japanese parents like we're just like i just feel like kind we, of we are we are like strict they wanted me to get good grades and stuff but or like you know not get tattoos but like even if i got one i don't really think they'd give a shit i don't know oh really yeah well they you, just, mean, you mean when you were younger even yeah i mean i never like did you check in like did you have your white did your white friends like check in with their parents when they were out in high school like oh i gotta check in with my mom it's it's 11 o'clock no i de- no that um not really I all my white did. friends were doing that shit and i never checked in oh I would you come never home, did that i would really? come home whenever the fuck i wanted my parents did give me a good amount of leeway yeah like i think after a while they kind of were able to say okay he's not like a total shithead yeah, you know, I wasn't like doing anything really crazy, and I was. I'm a, I'm a fucking pussy, so like, I mean, I'm a yeah, boy. So I, I didn't do anything that weird, but I'm also a fellow pussy. And hello, uh, <laughs> pussy. Um, oh, hi. I think those, I think at one point my mom, like, I was like home on a Friday night or something. She's like, "Why don't you go out?" Like when I was yeah, your my age, mom I was would like, me that too. Yeah, she's like, "I was like so much cooler than you." Like she said that to you. Yeah, she owned like a motorcycle or something. What? Like my mom was like not like a not like not like a good kid. So like, uh, do you ever see you like pictures of your parents when they were young and you're like, damn, they were kind of badasses. My dad, my mom maybe was cool, but my dad was like pretty straight edge, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Engineer. You know how it is. <laughs> um, 
but I guess the thing I want to apologize for this week is I had a uh, you know we, we're both professionals we're both Asian professionals mm. in the workforce yep and I had to uh, I had to present a deck presentation th- that's a presentation for you youngins <laughs> um Basically, I had, to, I had to go to New Jersey, and we have a client, and I can't say their name, but we had to go over there, and like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about my work, and I had to go there, and like, they were, they made a big deal out of it. They're like, it's gonna be like a bunch of people, and I'm pers- like, there were two decks, forty five minutes each. One person did the first one, and I did the second one. But the thing is, like, a lot of these work meetings, like, even if people come, a lot of people are not really, they don't have stakes in the project. Yeah, so they're they're even, so they're on their laptops, right? Yeah, they're just so kinda, like, it, it reminded me of doing comedy for yeah. like a dead crowd, yeah. except in in work, you can't be like. Is this thing on? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't be like, you guys awake? Yeah. So I remember I went up there and I was like, I was the second person to go up. So some people already left. And I was like, all right, how are you guys feeling? Are you guys doing okay so far? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm bombing professionally. This is nice. <laughs> You're getting paid to bomb. Yeah. That's perfect. And then, uh, you know, I'm doing my deck or whatever. But like, I really, I didn't, I don't like presenting. Like I, it's, my boss was like, I don't know why you're not more into it you do stand-up how do those skills not i see what you're saying overlap and i'm like it's because i don't believe in what i say at work yeah it's like if i'm on stage like it's very different so different a, a, i believe in everything i say i, I wrote it more stakes for me yeah you, mean you stand-up, know yeah. and like i'm actually trying to like not that i'm like a hero or anything but especially when i make an asian joke i'm actually trying to like change the way people think about asian people you right know? making that's that's the thing about that's the beautiful thing about doing asian jokes is like when they laugh at something interesting yes you have like an amazing joke about like Asian moms roasting kids, right? Yeah. Like that they've never thought of it that way. Right, exactly. And it's so, like another way of thinking. But when they laugh at that, they're like when they laugh at you, they're saying, Oh, oh they're connecting with you. And yes. that that person goes home and maybe maybe he thinks of Asians a little bit differently, you know? Right. There's just so much more that's important that's happening to me when I'm doing comedy. I don't give a fuck about this fucking client, you know? And like I hope they never listen to this, but <laughs> Oh, they fired us anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Because <laughs> uh, of you. Thank you. And uh and when I like my when I'm presenting professionally, sometimes my bad comedy habits kick in. Oh no! So I'll do? be like, uh, I'll be like, yeah. So like sometimes, uh, you know, this segment they, um, you know, they like to snack on this kind of thing or whatever. Yeah, like I'll just say like whatever, or whatever. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys or don't like, care? Yeah, like you know, and I'll I'll try to like sneak in like little inappropriate little jokes, jokes here and yeah. there. I do that yeah. too. And, um, you know, I think if they're into it, it's totally cool. Oh, totally. But if they're like, if you're bombing, why even do a joke? They're yeah. not laughing yeah. and nobody's just, laughing. Just present. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think my parents would appreciate what I'm doing right now. You know, mixing you get, mixing the two loves that I have. Did you get uh, yelled at by your... No, because they, like they we went into the meeting knowing we were going to get fired. Oh. So it didn't even matter. Oh, come and, on. And like, I, I didn't even... At the end of the, I'm making it sound bad. Like at the, at the end of the day, like I was uh, trying yeah. and I was professional. <laughs> But he was like, he was like, you do say whatever a lot. Like it does, it comes off like you don't really care. I like, uh, I like that. Uh, even when we're being bad, we're still trying really hard. <laughs> trying so hard. Oh well, you know what? I told my boss off, but I was very nice about oh, it. I was very nice about it. Yeah. So I think it's definitely an interest emotional thing. But also, yeah, it's. I think it's a completely different skill. Um, going up there. How's everybody doing? And we were doing like a segmentation piece, and then like one the guy who went before me, he was very good at presenting. One of those like NYU bro finance guys yeah you know who's a SWOT analysis like one of those guys you know <laughs> fucking SWOT analysis but uh yeah he was just like he, he made a joke about how like some some girl was like doing something he's like oh you must be segment number seven according to these we're doing segmentation Ooh, right the seven types of customers joke. yeah right, so he's doing like you must be this type of customer ha 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 
I don't know, man. I, I saw that and I was like, I gotta fucking get out of here, dude. This is <laughs> this podcast better fucking take off. Tell all your friends, please. Please, I wanna... we need up to eighty-five uh, <laughs> listeners in order for. Anyways, to sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. All right, everybody. Thank you so much yeah, yeah. for listening. That was episode nine. We've come so far. It's uh, been nine weeks i know it's, wow. fucking, it's over I'm two like months a different person i know and you know you guys we've been getting a lot of cool emails you guys are super awesome please keep telling your friends keep leaving those reviews we want to be the best asian <laughs> podcast like we need our to moms be at least to better be. than there's a podcast about like asian like serial killers whoa and, or something like that, that. sounds kind of cool though damn it shut up boomy <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're in New York, come out to our comedy show. We have a comedy show monthly, every third Wednesday. It's actually next Wednesday, April 18th, 8 o'clock at Black Cat LES. So some of you who emailed me said you live in New York. So just come come the fuck out. Bring your friends. We're super funny. Yeah. We're if actually you haven't noticed. Even funnier, <laughs> if you can believe it. Actually, yeah, we are a lot funnier uh, when we're doing stand-up. Yeah. Uh, you know, the podcast can... Anyways, so come to that. Uh, Instagram, follow us on Instagram. You can find me at the Fumi Abe. That's spelled T H E F U M I A B E. And I'm at uh, Nice Pants Bro. And we also made a Asian Not Asian Pod Instagram. So please follow us on that. We'll put our uh, we put funny sound clips on there from previous episodes. You can find that account at Asian Not Asian Pod. That's Asian Not Asian. Pod. Mm-hmm. That name sounds creepy. Yeah, man. We're just two Asians in a pod. Two, two hey, peas in a pod. Oh, oh, we should have oh, changed it to that. Fuck. Okay, shit. wrap it up. Wrap it up. God damn it. <laughs>